Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're so glad you've come. This is part two in the series on Doomsday. If you haven't read or listened to 21 Signs of Doomsday, part one, please click on it here and review that information before continuing. We live in very exciting times. It certainly appears that the end is near. The King of Glory said in Mark chapter 13, 35 through 37, Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. Now for today's subject. God said, Daniel, chapter 12, verses 9 through 13. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waiteth, and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. A necessary spiritual mindset has taken hold of this globe in preparation for the great day of judgment. Proverbs 26, 2, So the curse causeless shall not come. There is a very clear reason why God's judgment falls on mankind. It doesn't come by accident. Sign number six. The day of judgment approaches and according to a very specific biblical pattern. The great end day prophet Daniel writes in Daniel chapter 8 verses 19 through 23. And he said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation, for at the time appointed the end shall be. The ram which thou sawest, having two horns, are the kings of Media and Persia. And the rough goat is the king of Grecia. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. The mighty angel Gabriel was sent by God to instruct Daniel concerning the events leading to the world's end, and one of the signs was, when the transgressors are come to the full. One requirement of God's judgment is that transgressors are come to the full. The old axiom that history repeats itself is certainly true in the issue of judgment. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them 
with the earth. The judgment of God concerning Sodom and Gomorrah carried the same telltale markings as the judgment in the days of Noah, Genesis 18, verses 20 and 21. And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. Transgressors coming to the fool as a prerequisite for judgment is a concept well established in God's word. In Genesis 15, verse 16, God said, For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And then Jonah, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Have transgressors come to the fool in this world? Is it ripe for the judgment Daniel foretells? Sin is ever-present, but the overall spread of evil has been uniformly and greatly augmented by the advent of mass media, publications, radio, television, VCRs, DVDs, the Internet, etc. The prevalence of wickedness is certainly at a high. A short list would be as follows. Violence, including such things as war, rumors of wars, terrorism, murder, rape, assault, road rage, and the bloodlust involved in professional wrestling, hockey, football, etc., etc. Covetousness of all varieties. The, glorifica- uh, excuse me, the glorification of sexual lewdness. Gentlemen's clubs and pornography shops. Fornication, adultery, divorce. An estimated one-half billion murdered children that's aborted the world over with 40 million in America alone. Evil communications, including dirty talk, lying, speaking evil of one another, etc. Unthankful complainers, atheists and evolutionists, homosexuals promoting their wicked agenda, homosexuals adopting innocent children, homosexuals marrying one another, pedophiles, incest, bestiality, and the list is very long. Wickedness is certainly coming to a fool. It's beginning to rain. Sign number seven. Just prior to the destruction of Israel as a nation, the Bible declares numerous existing conditions that were precursors to God's impending judgment. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 5. And the people shall be oppressed, every one by another, and every one by his neighbor. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient, and the base against the honorable. Oppressing one another has become an art form, demonstrated in the overburdened caseload of the courts with neighbor suing neighbor for whatever infraction supposed. The concept of love thy neighbor as thyself has long been replaced with do unto others before they do unto you. People acting out neighborhood animosities are ever-present. The verse above also states the obvious. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient and the base against the honorable. It's beginning to rain. Sign number 8, Isaiah chapter 50, verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil, and put darkness for light, and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Jeremiah 6, verse 15. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? Nay, they were not at all ashamed, neither could they blush. Therefore they shall fall among them that fall. At the time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. The transformation of evil to good and good to evil is taking place in real time before our very eyes. Example, the homosexual PR movement 
see Let's Break Their Bands Asunder and Homosexuality on this website, that calls their ways a good alternative lifestyle, declares that all those who stand in righteousness against their wicked and abhorrent ways are hate mongers, homophobes, and Hitlers. To an ever-growing percentage of the populace, evil has and is becoming good. Example, academia and Hollywood stand against the righteous who petition government to censor the filth broadcast over the airways and internet. The wicked claim that it is a First Amendment right and couch their evils as an expression of art. They smear those who resist it as relig- excuse me, religious right-wing fanatics. Their position has been upheld by the courts as good. Example, I recall the days when the most mild swear words would not have been spoken in the presence of a lady. But today, men and women alike speak lewdly and are no longer able to blush. Jesus said in Matthew twenty four twelve, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Evil has become good, and good has become evil. No one is able to blush. It's beginning to rain. Sign 9. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 24, verses 37 through 39, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days of Noah that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Genesis chapter 6 describes the days just prior to global catastrophic judgment in the days of Noah. Man's imagination was continually evil. The earth was filled with violence. All flesh had corrupted his ways. Man was fully self-absorbed and had rejected and ridiculed God's warning of impending doom. Jesus said, but as the days of Noah were, can you see that it's beginning to rain? Sign number 10, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such, turn away. Do we know a people who fit this profile? Could we personally fit into bits and pieces of this description? The sobering reality is that it is time to examine our own selves to see if we are really in the faith. There should have been millions, if not billions, of people on the earth in the days of Noah, but only eight were on the ark. Be sure that the number that escapes God's final judgment will be small in comparison to the world population. One thing is sure, lip service will not be accepted. As it was in the days of Noah, it's beginning to rain. Sign number 11. Amos chapter 8, verse 11. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. There is a famine for the word of God today, despite churches on every street corner. Denominational doctrines and men's opinions have supplanted the word of God. Pseudo-scholarship has replaced the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Human revisionists have redefined or discredited the miraculous power of the Word of God and have in multitudinous cases destroyed God's pleasant portion, His children of faith. The majority of the churches have thrown out the Textus Receptus, the majority text authorized King James Bible, for the minority text lookalikes but not alike translations. 
God's word has been manhandled and manipulated by the apostate. There is a famine for the word of God. It's beginning to rain. Sign number 12. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. From the days of Adam until the 1900s, travel in this world remained mostly the same. Land beast of burden shouldered the task of moving mankind and his goods. On the open sea, ships sailed to the whim of the wind. But the past 125 years have seen some astounding advances in travel from nearly 5,900 years on horseback to traveling to the moon and the deepest parts of the sea. In the mid-1980s, an American corporation was preparing to offer travel around the globe in a mere fraction of the time it presently takes to fly a jet from New York to Japan. This corporation was going to shoot their passengers into outer space and drop them back down to their destination in just a handful of hours. The space shuttle disaster, disaster excuse me, in 1986 destroyed consumer appetite for the concept of space travel, and the corporation closed its doors. However, corporate heads are now revisiting this possibility. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 reads, Many shall run to and fro, it's beginning to rain. Sign number 13. Jan, uh, Daniel, excuse me, chapter 12, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. The Bible states a last day's sign would be knowledge shall be increased. The world is growing in knowledge at an unparalleled pace, strongly underpinned by the computer age and the interconnectability of the world wide web. Headlines in current publications such as The Information Explosion and Mastering the Information Explosion also tell of the colossal growth of knowledge. According to Derek de Sola Price, who studied the volume and growth of scientific literature, out of every eight scientists who have ever been alive, seven are alive today, end of quote. He also claimed that science doubles in knowledge every 10 to 15 years. Sounds dramatic, doesn't it? But this, his calculations were made during the 1960s, before the true advent of the computer and digital age, etc. In 1999, Jokshin Schumer, in an article titled Coping with the Growth of Chemical Knowledge, said, This year, chemists will publish a hundred times as many papers than in 1901 when Van Toft received the first chemistry Nobel Prize, end of quote. The amount of chemical information today is estimated to be over 1,000 times what it was just 150 years ago. Keeping up with it on a wide scale has become impossible. According to UC Berkeley School of Information Management and Systems, print, film, magnetic, and optical storage media produced about 5 exabytes of new information in 2002. 92% of the new information was stored on magnetic media, mostly in hard disks. How big is five exabytes? If digitized, the 19 million books and other print collections in the Library of Congress would contain about 10 terabytes of information. Five exabytes of information is equivalent in size to the information contained in half a million new libraries the size of the Library of Congress print collections, end of quote. The people at Berkeley estimate that the amount of new information stored on paper, film, magnetic, and optical media has doubled in the past three years. Knowledge and information are increasing at an unparalleled pace. It's one of the signs of doomsday. It's beginning to rain. 
In review, including 21 signs of doomsday, part one, here are the first 13 signs of doomsday. One, Israel the fig tree is budding, and the generation that sees it shall not pass till all is fulfilled. Two, the son of perdition, the return of Jesus for his church, and rebuilding of the temple. Three, the red heifer. Four, Cohen and Levi. Five, the world awaits someone. Six, transgressors are come to the fool. Seven, neighbor oppressing neighbor. Eight, evil becomes good, and good becomes evil. Nine, as it was in the days of Noah. Ten, men shall be lovers of their own selves. Eleven, a famine for the word of God. Twelve, many shall run to and fro. Thirteen, knowledge shall be increased. God said, the world will end. Man said, these foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of this world and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.